0: The Voyage of the Scarlet Queen was a high-adventure radio program that aired on the Mutual Radio Network from July 3, 1947 to February 14, 1948. A bit of a backstory, Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry had recently been discharged from the Navy and was trying to break into the script-writing business. The result was The Voyage of the Scarlet Queen, though 20 years later, the voice of William Shatner would make his first log entry. The voyage of the Scarlet Queen brought listeners the weekly adventures of Philip Carran, master of the Catch, the Scarlet Queen. For us landlubbers, and inclu- includes myself, a catch is a two-masted fore-and-aft rigged sailing vessel with a mizzen mast stepped behind the taller mainmast, but in front of the rudder, and a mizzen mast is the third mast at the rear of the vessel having three or more masts look at the photo maybe that will help you didn't help me at all Skyler queen featured elliot lewis who was also the director as the sea captain philip carney and ed max as the supporting character red gallagher the series produced 33 episodes of which you're going to hear one on this track As long as you can pass the catch-for-aft-mismast exam. I didn't, so I have to wear earplugs. I don't get to hear this. Hopefully, you did pass it and can hear this. The track which some of you will hear is entitled The Black Parrot from May 6, 1950. Now, this was actually a pilot show designed to revive the series. My name is John Lovering. This is Heirloom Radio. If you didn't pass the test, put your earplugs on. And otherwise, listen away. Thank you for listening.
1: Log entry, the schooner Black Parrot, Matthew Kincaid, master, 6th May, 1950. Position 17 degrees 5 minutes south, 147 degrees west, course 43 degrees. Fresh breeze, sky overcast. Barometer 310 and falling. Passengers 2, one restricted to quarters. Cargo, Explosives in number two hold. Number one, trade goods.
2: The Log of the Black Parrot, with Elliot Lewis starred as Captain Matthew Kincaid, and written by the masters of the sea story, Gil Dowd and Anthony Ellis. The Log of the Black
3: Parrot,
2: passage of a black schooner, sailing the Southern Oceans, sailing into adventure with a strange and restless man who is her master, as sat down in the Log of the Black Parrot.
1: Number one's baton skipper, and this is the last for number two. I'll be glad to see the cargo aboard. Right. It's coming over dirty, Red, but at this rate we'll beat the wind. Well, that's all right with me. I don't want to run into anything with that stuff aboard. What's a doctor doing with explosives anyway? He wants to get rid of a reef. Hey, Red. Yeah? Do you have any trouble ashore? Trouble? Me? <laughs> Skipper. Take a look. Gendarmes. Oh, they're coming aboard. I'll be checking the dunnage in number one.
2: Have it on K.
1: What's the trouble? Will you come ashore, please? Why? Commandant request your presence. Why? I cannot say. I only have my orders. I got mine from the harbormaster. There's weather moving in. I got a clear Papete in an hour. I'm sorry, Monsieur. the other papers? Crowder, Tell Mr. Gallagher I've gone ashore. Come on, you. We walked away from the waterfront through the warm, dull rain. Back into Papete. And I knew I'd been in the place too long. The feeling of being held, being watched, was there again. And now the police, always the curious police, who ask too many questions. Captain Kincaid. Captain Kincaid. we come along. What's the matter with you? Captain Kinkard, I'm so sorry to inconvenience you. Please sit down. Oh, thanks. Cigar. Look, I'm in a hurry. What do you want? You are sailing for Eva Oa. Yeah. Then I have a favor to ask unofficially. You make out forms in triplicate for a favor? I'm sorry, monsieur. It is most important. I know you are anxious to sail. Come on, come on. I want to get out of here before the wind hits. I wish you to carry a passenger to the Marquesas. We will pay the passage. I guess I can take another 2,000 francs. It is a girl. Forget it. Not on my ship. I will pay you 3,000 francs. She is a daughter of a very good friend of mine in Hiva Oa. He sent her here to school when she was 15, three years ago. Now she must leave. I can't take an 18-year-old girl on my ship. She's in a great deal of trouble. And she'll have to go to prison if she stays here. Why? She learned too much. But I think not in school. Men. Among others, a sailor. She shot him. Mm-hmm. She's half caste. Her mother was Marquesan. That happens. Is the sailor dead? Ah, no. No. He will recover and he will prosecute. You want her to be away before then? Yes. Mm-hmm. What happens if I get caught? Ah, you will not be caught. I shall see to that. All right, have the girl in her gear aboard in 45 minutes. Hmm. 3000 monsieur le capitaine 3000 francs et merci mille fois i said 2000 so long i didn't see the girl come aboard i was too busy My first passenger, Dr. John Mitchell, stood near me at the wheel, his thinning blonde hair ruffled by the breeze, the eyes in his scarred face following the movements of the crewman. Course the clearing weather and the Tuamotos. Sailing full and by. I turned the wheel over to Gallagher and went below to enter our departure in the lob. Are you busy, Matthew? Oh, nothing important. Come on in, John. Sit down. Thank you. You wouldn't have uh... I'm afraid I left the top of my head in the picture. <laughs> You had a good time, huh? Splendidly depraved, but after all, two weeks out of two years. Huh? Now back to Mohotani for another two.
0: Oh,
1: yes. I obtained some excellent books this trip. One particularly, I hope you have a chance to read it on the way up. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Managers, man against himself. There's good and bad in it. I think you'll like it. Well, bung up and bills free. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I saw your other passenger, the female. That so? Yes. Her father is Robert Bonnet, the government resident of the Marquesas. You haven't seen her yet? Not yet. Gallagher put her in her cabin. She's older than when I saw her last. Very nice. Awfully nice. Hands off, John. She's troubled. Yes, I heard about it. Amazing what happens to these children when civilization gets its cultured talons into them. It's a shame she couldn't have left her, my case and blood at home. Another one, John? <sighs> no, thanks. I think I'll go up on deck and say goodbye to Peter. Um I'll bring you the book of dinner. Right. Captain Kincaid. Come in. You comfortable?
3: Comfortable? Yes.
1: Look, I know about your trouble in Papiti. Let's forget about it. We've got nine or ten days ahead of us. Everything will be fine.
3: I don't want to go back to Hiva Oa.
1: I'm sorry. I want you to stay in your cabin as much as possible. We eat at six in my cabin. Okay. Okay. I was angry when I left Because she was the loveliest thing I'd ever seen And because she knew I couldn't look at her without staring I didn't want to stare So I didn't look at her very much I relieved Gallagher at the wheel the feel of the ship in deep water again is a good thing, but it wasn't this time. I knew there were too many explosives aboard. I should have turned the wheel back to Tahiti then. Salt, skipper. Yeah.
3: Excuse me. Of course.
1: Red, did you check the generator? Since when did I forget? I was asking, mate. I checked it. You know, Matthew, I don't think Miss Bonet remembers me. I used to see her running on the beach when she was a very little child.
3: Oh, I remember you, Doctor. You would be so difficult to forget. I mean, those terrible scars on your face.
1: Have you finished?
3: Yes, thank you.
1: Then get back to your cabin. What's the matter, Skipper? She didn't mean anything. You know that. Forget it, Red. Isn't she good enough for your company? She's good enough for mine. Forget it. Why don't you let her out of that coop? Get her up on deck. You know it's hot in there. Drink your coffee, mate. Yes. (laughs) Stay away from her, Mister. Sorry, John. doesn't matter. No, no, no. Really. It doesn't. I've lived with this face for a long time. One gets used to surface skies. And those inside? Well, I've got my island, old Tony. I don't have to see people for years on end if I don't want to. And you, Matthew, you've got your ship. That's right. I've often wondered what you're running... I about. picked up some cognac. Let's have a drink. Mm-hmm. Love to. I say, I, um, I brought you the book, Man Against Himself. From that first night on, she was fed in her cabin. I didn't want to see her. And I didn't want Gallagher or anybody else to see her. Three days out, we raised the two Tuomoto's began the dirty business of picking our way through the hundreds of coral reefs and heads, which, with the islands, make up the group.
3: Fly the mob!
1: But With those boxes in hold number two, it was like the first time.
3: Go to left! By the deep! your helm. As she go.
1: For three years, Gallagher and I had sailed and worked the southern waters.
3: By the mark,
1: There had been words before, and women, too. But now, except for ship talk, there weren't any words. And that was bad.
3: By the mark, Sit. <laughs>
1: By nightfall, we'd cleared the reefs and were sailing free with the southeast trades on our starboard quarter. I stood the 8 to 12 wheel watch. What are you doing on deck? Sorry.
3: It was hot. I hope you don't mind the way I dressed. It was so hot.
1: I don't mind the way you're dressed. What do you want?
3: I want to go back. Back? Anywhere. I don't want to go to Hiva Oa.
1: We've been through that.
3: Take me back. Please. Go on, below. Don't you like me? I'm pretty. I've looked at myself in the mirror, I know. Take me back.
1: To the sailor in Papiti?
3: No. I go with you. Anywhere.
1: Look, you go back to Hiva Oa. You belong there. Papiti is no good for you. Anywhere is no good for you. You belong on your island with your own people.
3: I have learned what it is to be French. I know what it is to be a French lady. The way I am not, I'm not good for my people and Hiva Oa. Coupeau, take me back. I want to be a French lady. Why don't you look at me?
1: Because you're so beautiful, you make me sick. Get away from me or I'll kill you. Kill me?
3: (laughs) You. Hmm. Get away from me. It's midnight, Skip.
1: I'll take over.
2: To Elliot Lewis's Captain Matthew Kincaid in Gil Dowd and Anthony Ellis' exciting story of the sea, The Log of the Black Parrot.
1: I turned the wheel over to Red, gave him the course, and he repeated it. But he was looking something else. I went below. The girl was in her cabin, and I locked her there. Went into my own quarters, tried to sleep, and the next night tried to sleep, and the next, and the morning came. We were one day off the Marquesas, and her cabin door was open. What, Get out of my way. You're too late. She's been out since before, Dawn. Leave her alone, It's Matthew. not her. It's Gallagher. The ship. What's happening to it? Get out of my way before I finish off what's left of your face. Oh. Get out of my way, will you? Where's the mate, Crowder? Uh, he's up for it, I think. You stink,
3: Crowder. Uh, he's up for it, sir.
1: Bucket doing on the deck I don't know It's your business to know Stow it where it belongs Are you kidding? I'm not a deckhand Stow it away <coughs> You Get below to your cabin All
3: right
1: Wait a minute We're going back to Pippete's I got a cargo for Hiva Oa, Mr. I'm taking it there All right If she stays on the ship, I'll pay a passage back. She gets off with the cargo. She's with me now. I told you to stay away from her. You told me. You...
3: I've wanted to do this for a long time. You had your chance, mister. (laughs)
1: Feel better now, Matthew. Shut Shut up. up! Bring him around. He takes the wheel in a half an hour. What do you want, John? Gallagher won't be able to stand his wife. Oh? He'll be all right. But he'll have to stay in his cabin until tomorrow. Okay. Sure, I'll tell you. Help yourself. Sit down, Matthew. Want to have a look at you? Yeah. Hmm. A little more work on your face, and you'd have looked like me. I'm sorry about that. Turn your head this way. Yeah. This is going to hurt. And yeah, it'll be different. You Well, know, John, I wish I was a kid right now. No. Why? Yeah. So I could ball my ears off. I must be a little drunk. Perhaps we should all be drunk, all the time. Is she. She in her cabin? Yes. Should I have taken her back to Papiti? What's the matter with her? I don't think it's me, and I don't think it's Red. What does she want? I don't know. If I knew why she so desperately doesn't want to go home, I could tell you, but I don't know. I gotta take the wheel. Now, just a moment. Huh? Yeah? It's only plaster, but it may hold your ear on. <laughs> Thanks, John. There was a difference in the ship. Almost a relief. The crew was easier. I could feel a lightness again in the deck under my feet, a strength in the pulling canvas. Perhaps it was the fight. Whatever it was, there was a difference in the ship. girl came out on deck later in the afternoon. I looked at her because I couldn't. I saw for the first time her hair, her black, black hair, and how tiny she was, the blackness of her eyes, the gracefulness in her hands, the delicacy of her feet. Her eyes were on me, but I knew she didn't see me as she passed, I moved forward toward the waist of the ship. Truman no more than glanced at her and then turned back to their work. She went to the rail.
3: No! Brother, stop her! Gordon, take the
2: wheel! Give me that. Quit it now. Quit it.
1: Take it easy. All right, I got her. She she went for my deck toy. Come on. I want the doctor to take care of that cut.
3: Don't take me back. Please, don't make me
1: Over here. Tried to go overboard. But the crowd has stopped her, but she got mixed up with this knife. Move over, let me see. Yeah. Hmm, that's not too bad. I just hold still. That's right. And Justin. Uh, there. Here we are. Ah.
3: That
1: didn't hurt very much, did it? No. Ah, let me see that, may I? That hurt? No. That, no. Matthew. Yeah, you knew about this, didn't you? Now
3: you won't make me go to Hiva or...
1: How long has it been?
3: Half a year, I think. The natives have repeated to me.
1: It'll be all right.
3: But...
1: <laughs> now, don't worry. I'm going to give you something to make you sleep for a while. I guess there isn't much choice, is there? There may be another way. What do you mean? She could live on Mohotane. There's nobody else on the island except you. That's right. Oh, I'd I'd marry her if she wanted to. If not, I'd build her a place. That's not what I mean, John. Oh, it's not that bad. There's always a chance. You know what you're saying? My dear chap, of course I do. As a matter of fact, I'm being rather selfish about the whole thing. She's quite beautiful. You've noticed it. Uh, so is Mr. Gallagher. I can't let you do it, John. Then you know what's left. Look here, I'm not very prepossessing to look at. I know that. But in a few years, she may not be either. would be a great comfort to one another. Now stop it, will you? You're a strange chap. I think you almost worship beauty. You don't like the idea of her becoming undutiful, do you? Do you? Surface scars, Matthew surface scars well does she stay with me on Mojotane I don't know i have to think the next morning we anchored off the emerald shaped island of Mohotani. Hiva Oa our final destination was a cloud rimmed hump on the northwest horizon the longboat was put over the side, and loading of John Mitchell's gear and explosives got underway. I looked at the little island, thought of the girl. Mitchell couldn't go aboard now, Captain. All right, mate. John, you're ready to go ashore. Here. I'll give you a hand with that. Thanks. Uh, you made up your mind, Matthew? Yes? Parrish! Steady the ladder. He's coming down. Goodbye, John. Goodbye, man. Uh, drop in when you pass this way again. I'll see you. Gallagher. Yeah. Hold the boat for a few minutes. I'm going below. Right. We're at Mohotani. I
3: know.
1: Dr. Mitchell is ready to go ashore. You want to go with him? With him? Yesterday we talked about you. He wants to take care of you on his island. He'll marry you if you like. Or build your house. You'll be close to your people on Hiva Oa.
3: He wants this?
1: He wants it. Otherwise, it would mean the island for you. I can't take you back to Papiti or anywhere else.
3: Fine man, isn't he? Yeah. You would tell my father?
1: Yes, about this. Not about Papiti.
3: There's the priest on here or you will send him here.
1: Sure. I watched the flash of oar blades of the sun as the longboat pulled shoreward, and I thought of Gallagher. I found him on the port side, looking out at the open sea. She's better off with him, Gallagher. She would have been better off with me. Maybe she would if you had an island, lived alone, didn't care, didn't care. Are you crazy? She has leprosy, Red. That's why she didn't want to go home. Oh, Skipper. Did I do the right thing, Red? It would have meant a leper colony, but he wanted to take care of her and I let him. Did I do the right thing, Red? You did the right thing, Skipper. I... Sure, Red. Forget it. Forget it. We'll have a good breeze, Skipper. Yeah. Yeah, she holds. Come on, let's not waste time. Break out the crew, Red. We'll get the hook off the bottom. Stand by for the longboat under power. Right, Skipper. The longboat came aboard, and we moved out from the lee of the island and heeled over, close hauled on a starboard tack under the southeast wind. The bow dipped and rose again in the swell, throwing spray high in the rigging. And then open water, the horizon, and a new course to Port Moresby, island of New Guinea. Log entry, the schooner Black Parrot, 5.30 p.m., wind fresh, sky fair, sea cresting with high cross swell, main and fossil reefed, ship secure for night, signed, Matthew Kincaid, Master.
2: Invited to sail into further adventure with a log of the Black Parrot next week at this same time. Ed Max is heard as Red Gallagher, and featured in the cast were Ted Osborne, Lillian Bayff, Harold Hughes, Jack Crucian, and Ben Wright. Music was conducted by Walter Schumann and composed by Nathan Scott. The Black Parrot was produced by Elliot Lewis and directed by Gil Dowd. Stevenson speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.